this is Lorsheng. And Gigi. Welcome to Slice Street, a space where we recreate our post-meal conversations with guests, discussing life, dreams, failures, and sharing stories. Yeah, just like we do after sharing a meal with friends in the comfort of our home. So hope you enjoy listening in to our conversations with our guests. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number seven of The Slice Fruit. At the time of recording this introduction, um, it is May 5th, 2021. The interview we have for you today, uh, we recorded that back in, I want to say late February, early March. And so, yeah, we've held on to this episode a little bit longer than we'd like, but really excited to share and finally release this episode. interview and this discussion we had with Lorena Heydrich. Lorena is German-American and was my roommate for for three years and classmate in PT school. And so we got to talk about her journey moving to America, uh, the power of community, um, and as well as her love for reality TV. So super fun, lots of laughs, lots of uh, good insight also to just how to accept change and adapt and having the right people with you. And so without further ado, here's our interview with Lauren Heydrich. Um, okay, well, welcome uh, Lorena to our show. Uh, so glad that you're with us. Um, so actually to our listeners, um, Lorena actually self-invited her onto the hey, show. Let's Yo. go. I'm all about like taking initiative and self-inviting yourself. And so she like, I just got, she was listening to our episodes. She's like, I love this. And then I think the next text was like, can I be on the show? I'm like, hey. yes, girl. Um, I love that. Yes. So if you love this show and you want to be on it, just DM us or text me and Gigi. We'd love to have you on. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that just kind of shows a small bit of who Lorena is. Um, Lorena, I know Lorena because we lived with each other for almost three years in, um, in grad school, in PT school. Uh, we used to spend a good chunk of every single day together. Um, making breakfast, going to class, studying, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, Lorena is a type six on the Enneagram, I believe. And she's probably one of the most healthiest type six I've met. I tell this to everyone who understands the Enneagram. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've just been, I've done a lot of life with Lorena. And I'm so glad that she's on the show to talk about, yeah, w- what growing up was like and what, um, culture and moving around, um, has influenced her today. So Lorena, welcome to the show. Um, I'll give you a brief time to tell you, tell us about yourself and what you're up to now. Um, so thank you for having me. I know I invited myself. I was like, I'm not good enough to be on this podcast. <laughs> All right. No, girl. No, but, girl. <laughs> but, um, thanks for having me. Yeah. So, uh, I've known you now almost five years, yeah, right? Five yeah. years. 
Yeah, long time. Um, so I went through PT school with Lor Shane. We instantly bonded over warriors and oh, the Bay Area, right. all of it. Oh, yes, that's, right. <laughs> that's how our friendship started. And then oh. I, I invited myself into your into your apartment because <laughs> I needed another place to stay. So that was great. And you invited me in warm and heartily um but yeah so still uh phys- did the residency with you mm-hmm. and then um moved back home um still working at kaiser now outpatient physical therapy and um loving it so far still mm-hmm. and you know hobby wise i'm you know i'm just still trying to learn more to be honest you know i'm actually starting to get into some vestibular PT actually mm. and sports so um trying to get myself into some ACL because you all all know about that um <laughs> have injured your own ACL but yeah so I'm, I'm trying to get into sports concussion vestibular PT currently to specialize a little bit more in that um beyond the orthopedic residency but um yeah I'm out working in Richmond at Kaiser look for me and no, I'm just kidding um <laughs> but yeah um other than that you know just... what do you like to do for fun like outside of work um outside of work I do love to go explore different hikes so I've been using the all trail all trails mm-hmm. app if anyone knows about that um would highly recommend that um they have some really good hikes on there if you know, you're trying to find anything that's in the area you're trying to hike in. Um, definitely working out in all kinds of different ways. Um, you know, mm. other things that I like to do, I feel like recently. Is it okay if I say something? If I... Yeah. <laughs> so um, I never watched reality TV. Before. Oh, yes. Also, <laughs> Gigi. Bling Empire, fire, 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 fire. I told Orshing she has to watch it. And she said, Gigi said the same. I watched that thing in like two days. Uh, I think I watched it in one sitting. Like I was like, hmm, I was actually watching another show. I was like, what the, this, this trailer looks so catchy. I'm just going to watch one. And I finished it and I started like a 12 AM. Oh, you don't know what, you don't want to know when I slept. Yeah. Yeah, I my sister told me to watch it because she's also very high on the reality TV game. And, you know, my trash TV is very, very deep in my heart. It's like my way to just, <laughs> it's just the way for me to disengage with like real life and just feel like I am like a, a very normal person because they are cray. Yeah. And it just, <laughs> like, I don't have to, like, I can shut off, you know, that's what yeah. I like about it. And then some of them are like, like, like Bling Empire. It's like, wow, it's like, I didn't really know that culture very well. So it's, right. it's like very interesting. Right. Um, but yeah, wait, it's wait, definitely a wait. way for me to shut up. That, oh, sorry, we're probably going to get into this later, but did you watch <laughs> um, Made in Mexico? No, it's on my list though. It's on my list. I should well, be watching it. I know. Yes, I know. I know. That's what I got know. me into Bling Empire because I was like, well, I watched Made in Mexico. It's probably like this, um, but I liked it probably even more than I did. But I, I enjoyed Made in Mexico a lot. But I, I enjoyed. Okay. Bling Empire no, I definitely have it in my in my queue. It just hasn't okay. been released, you know, Dude, into you the. Would love it. 
yeah I think I would because I'm I love Mexican culture so yeah. I know I'm going to be very hyped <laughs> on it dude we need to connect after <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so definitely reality TV. I don't like to share that that that's my hobby, but it's definitely my hobby. <laughs> you're you're so good. You're so you you you're such a um you you celebrate like their lives. It's so fun. <laughs> yes, ninety oh, day sh- fiance definitely on the top. Oh my top gosh, ninety sure. days. Wait, so which good. one? Oh, ninety days fiance. Oh, Lorshing always yes. references your um. I think you had another roommate that also liked to watch the yes Angelina or other roommate we were mm-hmm. always watching 90 day fiance like it's in all the spin-offs like definitely <laughs> ni- like there's not just like 90 day there's like all the 10,000 spin-offs of it and I'm watching them all I will admit I'm watching them all it's like almost neat like therapy for it not really but I'm just saying it's a good show <laughs> But it once is, you start, it, like you can't stop. It's like addicting. It's, it's it addicting. is. So, um, <laughs> well, we're gonna do a little bit of a a one eighty away from yes. <laughs> a reality television. Um, but we brought. I, 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 um, well, technically, we didn't bring you in. You brought yourself in. <laughs> I did. But we, but we wanted to actually. Um, kind of talk about yeah your upbringing and kind of your 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 unique childhood and maybe how that has formed your understanding of your own personal identity as well as what culture and nationality means to you so um I know this that you've like had a you've moved around a lot as a kid so maybe uh just want to give you the floor to talk about that and how that experience was um Definitely. So born in Germany, then we, I was one year old, we moved to Mexico City, we're there until I was four, and then moved back to Germany. And then I was 12. We moved to, and then within Germany, we moved once um, from Western side to Eastern side. And then we moved to America when I was 12. Um, All the moves prior to moving to America were I didn't really care. Like I didn't really have an opinion on, I was too young. Right. Um, when I was 12, I was definitely putting my foot down and said, like, I don't want to go. I really didn't want to, like, I was crying for like, they told me six months before we moved that we were moving. And I was pretty much crying every day because I definitely had like a solid group of friends. I was we were, we had our own horses. I was horseback riding almost every day. I was, you know, part of a, a part of the handball team. So I was practicing like a few times a week. And with that group of friends, I got real close. So I was like, I don't want to leave here. Like we've left, we've moved so many times. Like, why do we have to move again? was kind of like my mindset, but my parents definitely were like, I mean, we're going, so it's happening. And I wasn't really, I didn't speak any English. So I was definitely like, that was hard. I think within like the first three months of moving here, I felt comfortable um, with speaking English or like even like, I was scared to pick up the phone when it rang at home. Like, Mm. you know, people still had landlines in 2001. Um, But I was definitely scared to like, pick up the phone because I was afraid to not know what they're asking me or even like ordering like in a restaurant I was afraid to order in a restaurant because I was like I don't even know if I'm saying it right like I was worried about people not understanding me 
Um, and I definitely didn't know anything anyone said to me the first day of school, which was in seventh grade, which was like the most <laughs> awkward, yeah. like stage of life anyway, already. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think what I've gained out of moving so much and especially into different cultures and not even like different countries, but I think moving from Western side of Germany to Eastern side of Germany, which was a very different um, group of people like you can tell like when someone's from western side versus eastern side mm-hmm. it just has what I've gained from it now is just like being able to connect with people on a different level just knowing like hey like even patients right like they're from a different side of the country or they're from a different country in general like I feel I have an easier time connecting with them versus people who have never lived anywhere else besides like, let's say the Bay Area or Southern California, like never even lived anywhere in their life. I feel like I have a really easy or easier time. I feel like connecting with people who are from somewhere else um, just based on that. And I feel, feel like it's just being able to have lived in different cultures you've just gained so much experience out of that that I've I'm realizing now as an an older adult more than I did as a kid having had, had that experience you know I was going to follow up on something because you mentioned um, you mentioned like in your childhood moving to different places and learning to connect. Can you like what what how did you connect with other people, especially you know when they weren't even speaking the same language? How did you do that? Right. Right. So I know in seventh grade, like my first year was very hard for me. Um, people were trying to be nice because I was new um, and they were trying to reach out to me but because I couldn't speak any English it was very hard so I didn't make any friends um, besides one person I met that was also from Sweden Mm -hmm. and we're both kind of in the same boat so we became really close friends Mm -hmm. and she was the only friend I had for like three years besides my sister my sister and I actually got really close because of moving here. We like hated each other for yeah. a while in Germany. And when we moved here, it's kind of the only person I had. Yeah. Natalie, who was from Sweden, she was the only one that like I had during the first three years. And I was really, really upset when she moved back to Sweden in 10th grade. Cause I was like, who am I going to have? Like, I don't know. Like I begged my dad for three years to move back to Germany Mm, because I didn't really like it here to be honest Um, Mm. but I did connect with more people as I got into high school um, and I got my license and I felt a little bit more free and I was able to go places by myself and actually met one friend that I'm still friends with now to be honest like very close friends Um, Anna who she was like 
friends with a lot of people. And she was also came here from Russia when she was nine. So we're, I, I, I was kind of in like, we call ourselves the fobs. We're like fresh off hey. the boat, but not fresh off the boat. The <laughs> European sense, fobs. All, yeah, we're European. all European who came here at a young age. But um, through her, I've met all these Europeans who we all were like kind of in the same boat. Like we all didn't really like connect or, I mean, we did connect with people from America, but we all kind of found each other on that ground of like, we all came here at a very young age. People didn't really understand us at first, but, um, but um, she really opened up my friend base by a lot. Mm -hmm. So that was how I connected. It was like one person who just like opened up this huge, friendship base that I now have still that I still talk to now yeah 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 um I, so I, I didn't realize that you um that part of the story about you asking your dad to or asking your mm-hmm. parents to move back to Germany for three years when mm-hmm. did it mm-hmm. sounds like you like really felt like Germany was where you should be and belonged especially since like you know ethnically that's who you are that's where you grew up like when did America feel like home or when did you feel like you belonged here I think like after my dad shut me down (laughs) (laughs) um, and I really had to like really try harder to connect I realized I had to just make it work and then once I was like found my friends and I like you know my friends with Anna was which was really great I think once I was like 16, 17, 18, I think I was like more connected. Mm. Um, I feel like I was in a, connected in a sense of like, I found the right group. But I think like where I would say like, this is home, I think was more like college, you know, where I was like, like, this is permanent. Like, this is very permanent. I think I was like, I like it here because of the weather <laughs> a lot. Uh, but California is very different, obviously, right? So I like California I like it here but I was still very like European based I think in my entire friend group right we're all very like European and then after I went to college I was like okay I identify with being more here as a person of like once after college when I got my American my dual citizenship like American citizenship but um I was like I don't think I would ever want to move back like I actually really like it here you know Mm. what what did you like um here here um I think it was just I think I just got comfortable again right with Mm. like who I was with where I was where I was living and I don't think it necessarily had to do with like America specifically I think it just has to do with where you are and it could be anywhere right it could be here it could be in Canada it could be in Mexico it could be anywhere I think it's just like where you kind of plant and then you find your your community yeah and then when you're comfortable in that community or the friends that you have I think friends is like a big thing that I've I've learned over time that like no matter if my family is close or not, I think if I have the right community of friends, I could be happy anywhere that I am. Yeah. 
It reminds me, uh, probably when I first met you, I was one thing that I was surprised was that you were still connected to your friends back in, I think it's Kern, right? Uh, Kern. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. And, Kern. And I was like, wow, but oh, but it's been a while and you still go back and you still like catch up with them. So it just feels like, um, you know, like just your personality likes to be grounded with your community. And, and another thing that I think, you know, like Lorshing would often say about you um, would be just how you're like a rock, you know, to your community and the people around you. They feel very safe and secure and you enjoy that kind of environment. Um, so um, it was difficult for you to move to America because um, you valued just having that consistency in community and, um, you know, it shows in your kind of personality being able to hold it, hold it down, I guess, for the friends around you and making them feel safe. Yeah, I think one thing that I was curious, like kind of looking back, you kind of talked about it in the beginning, like in retrospect, these experiences allows me to like be able to connect with people of different backgrounds of cultures pretty easily. And I attest to that. I see her in the clinic and I definitely know uh, she has great reviews from her patients. Um, wow. It's true. Um, Lorshing speaks very highly of you, by the way, always <laughs> in just as a friend, as a person, and also as a therapist. She's always, she's like, I know I'm amazing, but Lorena, like <laughs> her skills and everything, you know. Um, also, I want to say that um, I think it's funny when I'm, I was reminded when I'm with both of you guys that I love it because you guys both share a lot. Um, in terms of your career, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Like you said something vestibility. I don't know, like <laughs> what the heck, like, and I was reminded when you guys, vestibility. <laughs> yeah. and like, I just remember, like, I would like tell Loshing, I, I need you to take me to the airport. And then you guys would both get in the car and you would voluntarily get in the car with Lorshing just to, so, so she doesn't waste time taking me to the L- LAX airport, you know, um, and, and doing all these, like, um, I, I have no idea. You guys were talking in like code, like three, two, one, four, five, six, I'm like what? 73. Like there would be so many numbers and I would be like, what and then Lorshin would get so excited and be like yes yes and then Lorena calmly is like you know guiding her and like calmly saying like like giving her hints you know <laughs> we, were, we were probably like doing some flashcards yes 100% Quizlet that's what it was yeah like I just remember Lorshin would just be like so excited and Lorena is so calm and be like Yes, that's it. Yep, you got it. Mm-hmm. No. I, I would say I'm a very, like, uh, people would describe me as very calm, peaceful, mm. like, person, you know? And I do, I think one of the things I value the most is that I've learned that he, in America, a lot of people have a lot of friends, like a lot of, like, surface friends, but not, like, quality or not as much quality friends, or in general, not everyone. But I think for me, it's always been about like having like a small, very close knit group of friends. And that's why like, to this day, I still talk to 
friends that I had, like you said, like friends I have in Germany that I've known since I was like two years old. And like, we see each other, like maybe, especially now, I mean, once every couple of years or so, but I still talk to them, you know, not on a regular basis, all of them, but like yeah. once in a while, but when we do talk, it's like nothing happened, you know, like nothing's changed. Um, our last question is this, um, looking back and in retrospect, if you could, what would you tell your 12 year old self as she's mm -hmm. ready to move, move to America? Yeah. So if I could tell my 12 year old self, a things that I always cared about is like what other people think. Um, and I'm, I, I still, I think do at times now for sure, but like not as much anymore as I did then to just be, you know, don't care about what, if you understand or don't understand, just like, you know, try. And then like not being as afraid of like being there and like embracing like so much that I can gain out of going to a different country. Like people want to be here you know like people are like dying to come to America like people are getting married just to get married to come <laughs> here you know like 90 yeah. fiance said it's like oh that's what it's about try to embrace <laughs> try to embrace like the, just the experience that I could gain and if I wanted to ever go back I always can you know like in due time but like like knowing how much I've gained out of moving here just like culturally emotionally friendships like things that I've experienced through the time that I've been here like I don't know where I would be right now if I never came here you know it was really hard as a as a child but like looking back at it I've gained so much out of it that I like looking at like my friends who've never moved at all once in their entire life and still live in the same town now like in Germany like never moved their entire life ever mm -hmm. once all the experience I've had that they didn't get to have, like I wouldn't change that for the world now, but at mm. the time I was like very upset. Mm. I did not want to do yeah. it, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it's so hard, like always changing, but mm. yeah. yeah. I, I did have maybe just one follow-up 1.5 question on uh -huh. that. Like you lived for example um you lived in socal for a few years and you just recently the past year went back to mm -hmm. bay area so that was a change in your life did you ever f have the same feelings come up where you were afraid of the changes um and if so okay so you didn't um no and and i guess what do you fall back on to you know not feel like afraid of changes like mm -hmm. you were in the past Right, like after I think this last move coming from Germany to here and just being like embracing it more over time, I think I've learned that like change is good, right? Like uncomfortableness is where you grow, right? If you're never uncomfortable, you're just kind of staying in your bubble. And I've, I've realized like 
especially during PT school, like if you don't make yourself uncomfortable, you're not going to grow, right? Like stepping up to do something in class or like if we had our mentor evals, like doing an extra one or something, you know, like being uncomfortable in that sense, like is where you grow or like putting yourself out there in a sense is where you find the most out of the, out of the journey. And even now, if I were to get like a really great opportunity to move somewhere else, as long as there's nothing that's like keeping me from doing that, like if, for example, if I was married and they're like, wouldn't be able to move with me or something like that. Like right now being single, like not having anything, no kids, no nothing. Like if I had an opportunity to move somewhere else that would enhance my career in some way, I would do it in a heartbeat, even if I didn't know anyone there. Right. Because it's going to be something that's like different. It's like going to make me grow in a different way and it's not necessarily like as scary anymore as I would think like back when I was a kid like no I don't want to go anywhere that's like I don't know like the uncomfortableness like starting the residency like Lershing and I did or like you know like that is something that's like most people don't do right Mm -hmm. so it's like that was something that's like also like oh gosh like like someone's gonna watch me every week and we have to go through all this stuff all the time and it's like we could also have opted out of not doing that at all and just started working, right? And it's like something that if you don't kind of push yourself to do something that's uncomfortable, sometimes you don't grow as much as you potentially could have, right? Like it's also okay not to, but like you could push yourself a little bit more, a little bit more. And I think that's where I've learned from moving so much. It's like doing all that now is not like doing all these different things that might push me in different directions is not as scary. Um, so we are, uh, you know, pointing to uh, the end of this uh, interview. And we usually ask our um, our guests to talk about like a recommendation and an anti-recommendation. So I know you have a lot. Um, so love to hear <laughs> <laughs> whatever comes to your mind, what you recommend and don't recommend for people to do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I already told you guys before we even started, I have tons of recommendations. It was really hard for me to even think of anything I wouldn't recommend, but (laughs) um, definitely recommend Trash TV because it is a very, like, if you're very stressed, I feel like, yes, they can also have a lot of drama, but I feel like it kind of de-stresses my brain because I don't have to think as hard. And it's like something very mindless I can do. Okay. (laughs) But... I also recommend trying a lot of new things. Like, don't be afraid to try something new, even if it's something simple like foods. Mm. Like, some people are afraid to try, you know, like different culture food. Like, I love Ethiopian food, which is like one of my most, I haven't had it in years and I'm very upset and I really am fiending for it. But Ethiopian food, if you, especially in the Bay Area, Oakland has some of the best Ethiopian food I've ever had in my life. And it's an experience. Unfortunately, you can't go into the restaurants now. Mm -hmm. So the experience is very different. But 
once things are open again, I would highly, highly recommend trying Ethiopian food. Nice. If you like spicy-ish kind of like food, it's definitely up there. Things I wouldn't recommend was very high on my list right now that I can't even like think of. But I have something that I would not recommend is ordering Chipotle to go like order to your house do not do they do like deliver you on the food oh yeah so they don't like if you get a burrito bowl they definitely do not pack that stuff (laughs) high enough like Mm. they would if you picked it up yeah 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 um and recently there is a chipotle gate right now because three of my friends have ordered chipotle to their house and has not come with what they ordered Mm. so She's ordered a full burrito bowl, only got with a side of extra guacamole. And all she got was a side of side of guacamole. That's it. She didn't get the burrito bowl. And my other two friends ordered Chipotle and it didn't come with everything they ordered. So I do not recommend ordering Chipotle to be delivered to your house. Oh, man, that sucks. Like, I thought... I thought they were good at the online delivery. I guess um, not. You do have to tell us some recommended titles in terms of the trash TV. Oh, like, you know, oh. there's that's like a big realm. So I don't really know what, you know, which ones. Yes, definitely highly, highly recommend 90 Day Fiance and all the spinoffs. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it really is experience. Like, you know, it might not be yes. your thing, but you must experience it to understand this side of America. And yes. And I, th- I thought you were going to say this side of the Lorena. Gateway to get, the gateway into 90 Day Fiance is definitely the before the 90 days. That is how you get hooked <laughs> because the 90 day, the regular 90 Day Fiance is when they already got the K-1 visa, the person is coming to America and they have 90 days to get married. That's the original, the OG. The before the 90 days is how you get to learn how they met and they might meet for the first time on the show. So it's like really the like before they even get the visa, before it even come, like the meeting of the person. And that's, (laughs) That's what's got me hooked. <laughs> Wait, this is this is this sounds interesting now. I'm actually kind of interested. Mushing yeah. doesn't doesn't promote it very well. Like let's just she's like, I walk into the rooms or watching 90 fiance, I leave the room. And and if I'm feeling generous, I'll sit with them and I'll just be, what is going on? <laughs> it just gets you a lot. Yeah. It's, it's good. <laughs> It, it, it is good oh man I'm just like re- yeah. re- reliving some good good memories <laughs> yes yes uh so good to uh for you to be on this podcast and for you to share um what growing up was like um this was really fun um but yeah thank you so much thanks for having me I mean I did invite myself so you know <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like probably my second time buying papaya. <laughs> this is like not. Seriously? Papaya, papaya is not a fruit that I uh, 
oh. go out and buy. And I think the last time I bought papaya, like I cut, I, you know, I cut it and I, I sliced it and then I froze it because I was, that was probably my breakfast oh. smoothie phase. And I oh, like, okay. and papaya is really good. Frozen papaya is really good. But um, for all y'all listeners out there, papaya is number one. Yes. Yes, it is number one on Gigi's list. It's like maybe number 15. Oh my gosh. Papaya is number one. Or something like that. Nine or eight. Nine or 15. I know that's like very different. As I was cutting this, I was like, oh, that's why. I'm like cutting it. I was like, oh, this smell is horrible. And I like don't eat papaya enough. To know like whether or not it's like so like as I was cutting it and I could smell the smell I was like this smells rotten but I know it's not but like how do you know if papaya is actually rotten you know what I mean like it just smells rotten pushing yeah you know it just smells extra rotten anyways it's not about smell it the texture turns really yeah 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 yeah. the texture yeah great I know um the look oh my god this one's not even the best. But I will say, like, as I'm eating this right now, I was like, oh, I do, I do like it. I like papaya. Did you put I, it in the freezer? I mean, in the, in the fridge, yeah. Yeah, that's the only way. That's, if it's like, yeah, only way. Because the warm papaya just perpetuates the rotten. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So why are you all dressed up? <laughs> I'm, like, wearing a sweater. That's it. Um, <laughs> I like when I, mean, I, I haven't... Worn anything nice in <laughs> a year? Huh? I don't. Know. I'm wearing the sweater and I wore boots today. Cause I went. I went out. Sorry, you wore what? Boots. Boots. Okay. Gotcha. Um, because I met up with a friend, and we had to plan this meeting. Um, this friend likes to... boots. No. Oh. Well, okay. I'm getting to reason why I'm wearing, always wearing boots. We had plans okay. like to meet up today. And then, you know, like forecast was like forecasted rain. And it was actually yeah. like raining uh, quite oh. like buckets down in oh, LA. Oh, yeah, here, here too. Yeah. It was hailing. Oh, yeah. Anyways, it was, it was raining all morning and all like last night. And then it started raining. And I was like, <laughs> we were texting like, maybe we'll just go to a bookstore and then just hang out and walk around there. Oh, my gosh. Cute. So smart, Rainy right? Bookstore. I mean, that, was it your idea? Yes, it was. It's, but yeah, I mean, like, you, where that's else what you can love you doing. Go? Where else can you go? Because everything is like closed, you know, or in terms of like dining and you don't want to hang out outside because it's raining. Um, you can hang out at the bookstore. Yeah, but you get coffee and then we'll just walk around the bookstore. Maybe there's a seat, you know? Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's there you so go. interesting. Mm-hmm. Lovely. I, I go to this coffee shop in Fremont. Well, you know, about um, mm-hmm. in, in the outdoors area. Um, but you so wouldn't go like, today because it's raining. I know exactly. So it's sad. So you couldn't go mm-hmm. anywhere. But I w- went walking. I went running um, in the rain. That's always really nice. That is always really nice. Yeah. But it was it sprinkling. It was sprinkling at that time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of nice, and it's all sunny, so it yeah. was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I, ra- I ran also this this morning, but it was it wasn't wasn't raining at the time, but it was like wet. It was like just finished raining. Yeah, it definitely did run. It was, oh, man. I think it was okay. Like I could definitely feel like the food I ate yesterday was like, not <laughs> digested well, and so it was kind of hindering the expansion elongation of my stride. Um, oh my gosh, that's so PT. <laughs> the expansion elongation of my stride. 
which is true. Um, <laughs> like now, every time you run, you're just analyzing everything. Yeah, I how do. Am I breathing? No, but actually, how, it's true. how is my posture? No, this is what I do. Like I, I'll run and then I'll focus. Like and yeah. this is like, you know, this is using your brain. I'll okay. This for this amount of time, I'm gonna focus on, um, um, you know, toe off, like heel, heel, yeah. you know. Um, calf, calf strength so that I'll just like focus my mind on that one part body part that I want to like you know work mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. and then I'll like okay I'm bored I can't focus that long so then I focus the next thing I'm like okay let's focus on you know like extension Belly button. spine yeah oh you know so I have different cues focus for on my fingers focus on my lips but yeah <laughs> sorry oh, breathing like yeah like Okay, I'm just gonna work on breathing. I'm just trying to think breath. of things you can't focus on. Actually, you can't focus on your you eyebrows. Can. Of course you can. You can focus on anything while you're running. Why not? I mean, you're not gonna do, do anything, anything, but yeah, you can exactly. focus on it. <laughs> yeah. What are you eating your papaya in? Oh, I mean, takeout bowls, which. <laughs> In our, I mean, growing up, we never kept takeout bowls, but yeah, like when I've lived do. with other people, like it realized like you can, and they're actually like mm. reusable. Actually, and we like... do, we do now. We take, we, we keep everything now. <laughs> yeah. We got like those soup takeouts. We got mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the. I always thought it was like, it was, I thought, I actually always thought that like the plastic was bad to reuse, which definitely for right. some plastic products, like you some shouldn't reuse bad. them. But then I actually like, you know, I think this one has a five, it's like the five one. Okay. And I remember like recently, like looking it up online, like, yeah, it like safe. And then like reading through like what kind of plastic it was. Yeah. It's like, seems like it's safe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I use it for my sourdough starter, uh, like the, mm -hmm. like all those, like the round, the round takeout ones. So yeah, it's very good. Yeah. How often are you running? Um, I work out at least every day and yeah, and maybe run three times at least a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what are your yeah. workouts, Gigi? I didn't know you did workouts because all I knew was you were running. Yeah. Um, I'll mainly do videos. Oh, okay. It's a, a, it's a French, French workout video <laughs> of course for it's African French. dance. Yes. <laughs> Afrobeat. So it's like it hits everything I want to do, like a good workout, but I'm learning how to dance and I'm learning how to speak French. Wait, can you show me a move? Um, oh. girl, you can just use your imagination and- No, I want to see it! Well, come over. <laughs> oh, okay. You can- you can do one with me. Like, I've FaceTimed people while, uh, while we do it. We should do it together, yeah. Yeah. No, seriously, it this like I I I was using a different dance video that wasn't French, but then I found a French one. I was like, perfect, I can do because I would work work out to a different French video, but I was getting bored, and I was like, I want to dance, and then I found this, and I was like, ooh, this this YouTube YouTuber is good, is great, great, um, and she's new too, so she's making new content, so it was fun. Ooh. Yeah. But you know, like most PTs say when they do videos, they're like, it's so quad dominant. Mwah. 
No, it's okay. Honestly, I mean, I've changed my opinion over the years. Oh, 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 have you? I love quads. Quads are really important. Who oh, cares? What is, what is this new Lord Shing P, new Lord Shing Shu P T D P T P H D? <laughs> no, no, no. It's Lord Shing Shu D P P T. Yeah, what is my? OCS. OCS Fellowship. OCS Pain Expert. OCS Pain Science Fellow. There you go. There you go. Lor Shing Shu PT DPT. <laughs> There's gonna be more letters after your name than your actual name. Are you prophesying? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's cause like it's funny because um No, I'm just it's not prophecy, it's a fact right now. <laughs> um, because like, you know, DPT and OCS are like three letter um, designations. And like my last name is HSU. So I always wonder like, it's just like another, like it's all the kind of like HSU, PTDPT, OCS, you know? Mm. Nah. <laughs> Cause you can't really pronounce the other ones. So. <laughs> Anyways, bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our seventh episode at Slice Fruit. We really enjoyed laughing and talking with Lorena. And one thing that I loved reflecting on her story was her own immigrant story coming from Europe and the difficulties that she came across finding belonging and acceptance in her new home. And it was key friends in her life that eventually helped her find her footing and establish her home here. And one of those friends that Lorena wanted to dedicate this podcast to is to Anna someone who makes this place her home. So thanks for listening everyone to our seventh episode and we'll catch you next time. Hi Lorshin and Gigi. Um, so what I find beautiful this week are the skies where at night the stars are showing up and also the greens, the, um, the fruits that I start to see growing in my backyard.